Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Recap Part 2. In northern Michigan, Dutch Nyberg was set to quit the Rust Belt town of 12th forever. However, on the eve of her departure, her three idiot brothers, J.P., Rafe, and Mort, murdered the right-hand man of the billionaire, Kurt Thor, whose plans to build an autonomous car factory in 12th have divided the town. Believing her late father would have wanted her to help her brothers, Dutch is now balls deep in a desperate, dangerous scheme to keep her brothers out of jail, all the while knowing that the very family she's trying to save have only ever looked out for themselves. Fade in, exterior 12th Main Street, day. Out of town Brown sitting on his drinking bench, holding the twine lead for his Jack Russell. Dutch sits beside him. The Jack Russell greets her warmly. Hey, Sparks. How you doing? Dutch hands out-of-town Brown a billfold. He pockets it. Thank you for being a friend, out-of-town Brown. You're always being good to me, Dutch. I ain't gonna suddenly forget that. Sorry I let out, only... Thought I heard your brother's coming back. There's an old hunting lodge up by Edison Lake, off Chaffee. Know it? I do. This morning I provisioned it for you. Sleeping blanket, gas burner, camp chair, lanterns, corned beef. Dutch takes a burner cell from her pocket. Call me as soon as they start diving the lake. Number saved in there. Out of town Brown takes the cell. I'm truly sorry for what happened to your cabin. That's on me. You didn't tell your brothers you seen me up there. No. I don't know what they'd do. Kinda, you do. Or you'd tell them. Why'd you risk your ass for them, Dutch? Well, you don't trust them. Real family? Sticks like shit. I don't believe that's the interpretation your daddy had in mind when he said that. Daddy would never have asked me to do what I did. But he would have wanted me to do it. Help him. Huh. Not everybody can be helped. And some that can be should not. Well, woman's got to waste her life on something. You think they'll die at the lake? I hope not. But you'll call me right away if they do. Out of town Brown nods. Dutch stands, makes to walk away. Now... On the one side, you got the smartest man in America coming for you. On the other, three white trash halfwits. Which you think is more dangerous? Dutch ponders this for a moment. See you around, out of town, Brown. Dutch walks away. Exterior, Dutch's trailer park, day, moving. Dutch pulls up outside her trailer, finishing up a call. How many more immigrants you want smuggled into 12th by government employees? 
When I call the FBI, I'll make sure I tell them you did nothing. Nothing! Dutch hangs up the call. She looks at her trailer, seems to sense something. Dutch opens her glove box, makes as if she's going for the 33, hesitates, closes the glove box. Dutch walks to her trailer door, takes the handle. Inside Dutch's trailer. Dutch steps inside to see, waiting for her, Rafe, JP, and Mort. Dutch looks at her brothers, senses menace in the room. Hey, little sister. Dutch walks to the fridge, takes a beer. Went up to the old AMC factory. They showed me the onboard footage from Tuesday gone. Saw the doe you were chasing limp across the road. Then nothing. Weren't Thor's people who did for chance or more? Oh, they're lying. I saw the footage. Then you're lying. Again. They didn't kill your dog, Mort. If you ain't in the market for the truth, believe what you need. Somebody ran over my chancer. Okay? If not them, who? There, there was a pickup, but I couldn't make out the plate. There's nothing can be done, because nothing can be. I'm sorry. Silence. Dutch waiting for the inevitable bomb. You said a couple foul. The dude's watch, out in the woods. J.P. hands Dutch his cell. On the screen, a picture of Dr. Sandberg from the town hall. Rafe? Yeah. Cops are fixing to bring you in, no doubt, over you being seen up at the cabin by Deputy Vagel last night. I was hunting. Nothing more to say. Where? For how long? Who saw you leave? Who saw you get back? What time you borrow my truck? What route you take going up there? What route coming back? Then they're going to ask you all that over and over and over. One mistake. One. And they'll know they're bullshit from butter. I told you not to go out there. Carol saw your truck, Dutch. Two people can be set against each other, Rafe. Truck put me on the scene, no doubt, but only me. I ain't going to flip, Dutch, if that's what you're insinuating. If it is, by the way, fuck you. Why am I looking at this? Zoom in on the watch. Dutch zooms in on Dr. Sandberg's Rolex. Okay. It's a Rolex Daytona. Rose gold. Black dial. Look it up on the Google. Jay-Z has one. JP starts picking at a thread on Dutch's saddle. Don't touch that! JP keeps picking at the thread. Dutch squares up to her brother, all eyes now on J.P. I ain't fucking playing around, J.P. J.P. smirks, smooths the thread with his hand, sits down. Ain't no couple thou, sis. That's a $40,000 wristwatch right there. Dutch looks at her brothers, sees the dumb hunger in them. I'm gonna say this once, then the rest is up to you. If you ask me to go get that watch, to dig it up now. Just the fact you asked the question is enough for me to wonder if y'all can be helped in this at all. What's that supposed to mean? Do not ask me to get the watch. Just, just don't do it. Don't. The brothers look at one another. You told us you're lighting out. Friday coming. We got a right to ask. If not before then, when? We ain't asking, Dutch. We want our share, now, end of. And if I say no? Best we all stick together on this, know what I mean? 
especially since we all got alibi for last night. Well, all of us, except you. Dutch is about to say something when there's a sudden banging on the trailer door. Dutch! Sheriff Taylor, open up! Dutch opens the trailer door, sees Sheriff Taylor and Deputy Vagel standing outside. In the middle distance, Dr. Thor and Mayor Gimble looking on. Dutch Nyberg, I'm arresting you for the murder of Dr. Sandberg. You have the right to remain silent. Sheriff Taylor cuffs Dutch. If you cannot afford a lawyer, one will be appointed for you. Hey, I know the Constitution. You don't have probable cause to make this arrest, officer. You don't need probable cause to make an arrest, jackass. Jesus. As Dutch is led outside, Deputy Vagel steps forward. Rafe Nyberg, you're under arrest for accessory after the fact. What? You have the right to remain silent. Deputy Vagel cuffs Rafe. JP takes out his cell, starts to record Anything the scene. Anything you say can be used against you in court. Don't make me tell tales on you, Carol. That won't be on me. Sheriff Taylor shouts from outside the trailer. Carol, get your shit together. Deputy Vagel slaps the cell out of JP's hand. Your brother rats me out. Two things will happen, JP. One, no one will believe him. And two, I'll beat him to death in his cell. Coming, Sheriff! How you like them rats, asshole? Vagel shoves Rafe outside. From the back of the squad car, Dutch can see the boy on his bicycle parked up next to Dr. Thor and Mayor Gimble, all three of them staring at her as she's driven away. Interior, 12th Police Station, Interrogation Room, Day. Dutch, sitting alone at a desk, Mayor Gimble comes in. You're aware of the stakes here, Dutch? A very, very important man is missing, presumed murdered. If you care at all about the future of this town, I know you'll do the right thing here. Thor Factory is on a knife edge, and it's all on you. What you do in the next ten minutes will decide... Yeah, I feel sorry for you, Mr. Mayor, if I thought you believed the lie... But you don't give a shit either way, because you already got your reward, Judas. So shut the fuck up, or fuck off. Dr. Thor, Sheriff Taylor, and Deputy Vagel enter the room, Sheriff Taylor holding an iPad. Dr. Thor, Mayor Gimble, and Deputy Vagel sit at the back of the room. Sheriff Taylor sits opposite Dutch. I want you to see something. Sheriff Taylor plays footage from the dash cam on Deputy Vagel's 4x4 as she drives up Ford Avenue. Dutch's truck comes into view in the middle distance. Sheriff Taylor hits pause, points at the screen. You see it? Uh, Look, Dutch, that's a fresh blood stain on the road right there. Only there ain't no deer, see? That's Dr. Sandberg's blood before somebody staged the scene as roadkill. The way the blood is pooled, I reckon he was either stabbed or shot. I think shot. Rafe got an alibi for the rest of the night. He's with JP and Mort. Your mother confirmed that. And over here, we got Deputy Vagel seeing you at the kennels at 5 a.m. So, where were you, Dutch? Between 
1258 when Dr. Sandberg vanished off the face of the earth at 5 a.m. Where's Dr. Sandberg's body, Dutch? See, I see an oil stain on the road. Way it's pooled, cracked pan, or a bad seal. Guess we'll never know, huh? Know what I think? I think you thought it was Dr. Thor riding them twin bikes on Ford. Like we know you saw him do earlier that day by your trailer. We have a sworn witness claimed you called Dr. Thor a motherfucker as he cycled away. You deny calling him that? Where's the rest of the footage from the roller on Ford? And Deputy Bagel's body cam? I have the legal right to see that, I believe. Dutch, that don't She'd got tell nothing. you her body cam wasn't on, or the file got corrupted, or some battery died, or something. Sheriff Taylor looks at Deputy Vagel. Vagel tries to look calm, but she's nervous, no question. I heard a dog bar- barking inside that cabin. Hunting dog, right, Dutch? It was your truck parked outside with a shot deer in the back. You were in the cabin with Sandberg's body the whole time. I know it. Barking dogs. My being down at the kennels at 5 a.m. What proof is there of that other than the deputy's word? Or did your battery problem fix itself in the night? Now you listen here, Dutch. Ding, 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 ding. Someone is aggressively ringing the desk bell at reception. Ding, 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 ding. Mayor Gimbel stands, opens the door. Can I help you? Looking for a Deputy Carol Vagel. Mayor Gimbel looks back into the interrogation room, then back out to reception. She's right here. Horribly tense moment as the silhouettes of two men in uniform walk along the frosted glass corridor, then appear at the interrogation room door. Being two state troopers. Deputy Vagel? Yes. Sorry about this. We're like 100% sure this is a crank complaint, but... It's been alleged that you're running a smuggling operation to bring illegals across from Canada. What? You're shitting me. I'm sorry to say no, we aren't. But we can clear it all up right now with a super quick drug test. Drug test? Yeah, complainant says there's cocaine coming in with the illegals and that you've been at the supply. Dr. Thor looks at Dutch, her eyes locked fast on the floor. So, Captain says negative test? We call bullshit on the whole thing. Complaint said they was going to take it to the feds if we didn't act on it. Fucking politics, right? State Trooper number two holds up a urine sample bottle. You fucking bitch. Deputy Vagel leaps at Dutch, starts beating on her. I'll fucking kill you! I'll fucking ruin you, bitch! Chaos as Sheriff Taylor and the Stateys drag Deputy Vagel off Dutch. Vagel screaming and swinging all the time. I'll kill your whole fucking family! You Fucking slack! Cut! Carol! Carol! What the fuck, Carol? Hey, stop it now! Carol! Vagel is dragged outside by Sheriff Taylor and the Stateys. I have a daughter! I have a daughter! Who's gonna look after her, Dutch? Who? You fucking bitch! Sound of a door slamming and the muffled sound of Vagel weeping and wailing. Dutch stands, wipes the blood from her mouth, sits... Sheriff Taylor comes back into the interrogation room, all eyes now on Dutch. Will there be anything else? Parking lot outside the police station, evening. 
Dutch and Rafe walking out of the station, watched by Sheriff Taylor, Mayor Gimbel, and Dr. Thor. What the fuck is going on, Dutch? I do believe Deputy Vagel just pissed away their timeline. The fuck does that mean? Means they got more work to do before setting down charges. We'd already be in county otherwise. You think they're gonna charge us for real? With what? Rafe, what possible good do you think might ever come out of J.P. raising a pistol on a dark night over the head of a moving target who just so happened to be the town's only visiting billionaire? Wait, I, I thought you said it wasn't Dr. Thor got shot. Dutch stops, puts her hands up in exasperation. J.P. thought it was Dr. Thor, Rafe. That's the fucking... Uh. <sighs> you boys spun a wheel you didn't need to. From the moment that gun fired, there was always a chance that one or some or all of us would have to pay a price, but you knew that, right? You're not an idiot. I am not going down for something I didn't do no fucking way. If you think you've not done anything, Rafe, then you are... Dutch's cell rings. She takes it out of her pocket, sees the caller ID, out of town Brown, answers the call. Exterior, cabin by Edison Lake, sunset. Out of town Brown looking over the water. He can clearly see divers times three splash down in the center of the lake off a diving boat marked MSP, Marine Services Team. Guessing you know why I'm calling. Boat marked Michigan State Police. Back in the parking lot, Dutch frozen to the spot. What is it? Thanks, friend. Good luck, Dutch. Dutch hangs up the call. What? Dutch falls into a reverie. Who is in the market for a savior? Can you save yourself? That's the question. If the war's lost, your one shot don't matter. Unless... Unless it matters to you, you took it. Unless fuck winning or losing, fuck what's wise and fuck all civility, fuck more than anything, surrender. Fuck surrender. Dutch, what was that call about? You in the market for a savior, brother? What? Dutch slams Rafe up against the canine unit van, causing Luna to bark aggressively from inside. You surrender back in there? Dutch slaps Rafe across the face. Give me up for the deal they offered you? Queen for a day? Ow, what the fuck, Dutch? Did you? Dutch slaps Rafe again, this time drawing blood. Answer me! Have you lost your fucking mind? I'm your brother! Your brother! Dutch slaps Rafe. He shoves her back. Then she comes in again. He grabs her, slams her against the van. Rafe stares deeply into Dutch's eyes. Whatever the fuck is going on, and whatever the fuck you think I did, I didn't! Look at me, Dutch. I didn't. You're my sister. I didn't. Dutch stares back at Rafe, then smiles. Rafe takes a moment, then releases Dutch from his grip. I feel you, brother. I do. All right, then. Dutch looks back at the police station, sees they're still being watched by Sheriff Taylor et al. It's time. For what? The watch. 40000 Run money. Okay. When? Dawn. Tomorrow. Why not now, tonight? Tomorrow's Friday. Rafe thinks about this. Sure. Okay, you need to pack. Got it. Sure. Okay, tomorrow. Mama's. 6.30. All right. Dutch walks away. Yeah. I'll tell the others. Good call. We got this, sis. We got it. Interior, Dutch's trailer, night. 
Dutch stuffing a rucksack with cans of Tannerite targets. Reveal. The label on the side of the cans reads, Binary Exploding Rimfire Targets. Includes free earplugs. Dutch's cell rings. She answers. Dutch Nyberg. Thanks for calling me back on this. I'm going to need a lawyer, 100%. You read the email I sent? Hmm. Hmm. That'll do it. Dutch hangs up, looks around her trailer as if for the last time, grabs her Winchester, exits to outside Dutch's trailer. Dutch places the rucksack and the rifle in her truck, looks to see if she's being observed, jumps in, speeds off. Dissolve to exterior, Chesterman Beach, Vancouver Island, sunset. Dutch galloping on a beautiful white mare, like the one she saw in the field by Edison Lake. Dutch pulls the mare up and they both look out over the ocean. A beautiful moment. The mare rears, throwing Dutch onto the sand. The mare falls back onto Dutch, trapping her left leg. Dutch sees Rafe, JP, and Mort looking at her. In JP's hand, a smoking revolver. Luna stands next to Mort, barks aggressively at Dutch, strains on her lead. Dutch pulls herself desperately from under the mare. Just as she frees herself, the mare has transformed into the shot deer Dutch placed on Ford Avenue. Dutch stares into the deer's black, dead eye as she stands on uneasy feet. Mort releases Luna, who runs in attack mode towards Dutch. Dutch turns to see Dr. Thor and Dr. Sandberg are behind her, blocking her exit. Dutch is trapped. She runs towards the waves, dives into the sea, is suddenly sinking into the black depths of the ocean. Exterior, remote woodland road, dawn. Dutch's truck parked up, Dutch inside, sleeping. Dutch's cell rings. She starts out of sleep, answers. Hold on, hold on. Why there? Why not Mama's? Uh, Okay. Okay, okay, I'm on my way. Dutch starts the truck, drives through the woods. Exterior, woodland road leading to a field, dawn, moving. Dutch driving towards Mort's deer stand. Dutch stops where the towpath ends, gets out of her truck, looks at the deer stand around 500 feet away. This is some no-man's-land bullshit, as Dutch is now forced to walk 500 feet from her truck, unarmed, towards a deer stand with clear line of sight at her walking. Dutch can see her brothers in the deer stand. All three of them have their Winchesters on their laps. Trust is very simple. It's a bunch of statements that you believe to be 100% true. I believe my brothers would never lie to me. I believe 100% they would never steal from me. I believe my brothers would never betray me. Not even to keep their guilty asses out of jail. The more such statements you 100% believe, the more you trust. Less you believe, the less you trust. I believe my brothers ain't dumb enough to shoot me in the head before they got their 40,000. That's what I got. Dutch takes a deep breath, walks forward. These are unbearably tense moments as Dutch edges across no man's land towards the deer stand. Several cuts between the brothers observing their sister come closer and Dutch crossing the field. At one point, Dutch stumbles as if her knees have given way. 
She steadies herself, carries on. As Dutch gets to the edge of the deer stand, the brothers no longer have line of sight on her. She breathes a sigh of relief as she makes it to the bottom of the deer stand. Come on up! Dutch climbs up the five-foot ladder, looks inside, sees Rafe, Mort, and JP. Then she sees they're all wearing earplugs. Fuck. A fourth figure, hidden behind the boys, reveals herself. It's Mama Nyberg, shotgun in hand. <laughs> Mama Nyberg shoots Dutch in the chest. Dutch literally flies through the air, landing in a crumbling heap in the field below. J.P., Mort, Rafe, and Mama Nyberg climb down. Rafe, J.P., and Mort toss their earplugs on the ground as they approach Dutch, who's now groaning incoherently. Mort kneels down so he can talk right in Dutch's face. You shouldn't have lied to me. You should have never done that. Mama Nyberg approaches, points the shotgun at Dutch's chest. The boys jerk their hands to their ears, now ringing from the surprise second shotgun blast. Jesus! Ah, fuck! Ah. Rafe presses both hands against his right ear. Jesus, Mama, was that really necessary? It's only rock salt. Just making sure. Now brutally winded, Dutch rolls over, howls for breath. Think you got her good the first time. Oh! Want her to get up, beat your ass a second time? Believe the words you're looking for are thank you. Pat her down. Mort steps forward, checks Dutch, finds a 33 in her jacket pocket and her cell, hands them to Rafe. Good job, brother. Dutch coughs up some blood, gasps for air, passes out. End Act 3, Part 1. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.